Uh, now, another topic I want to introduce, watching Seven News last night, and uh, there was a story on um, some new audio, so Sounds of Australia added to the sound archives at the, in the National Film uh, Institute. So this is just a little snapshot of what I'm talking about. Forty years ago, a singing seagull had some catchy advice. Clap, 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 on a shirt, clap on sunscreen and clap on a hat. Now declared a sound of Australia. Along with Sherbet's 70s cricket-inspired number one. Sounds that are significant to Australians that relate to Australia in some way. Okay, so I want your sporting version. So if the Sport Australia Hall of Fame had the sounds of Australian sport, what would they be? They're pretty straight to the word. They don't talk a lot of uh, smoke and shadows behind the, behind the window. <laughs> no, A-Rod, that's not what I'm looking for. That, that's not the sound. Gets it to Judd. Judd, Judd, Judd! <laughs> the Blues have kicked another one. Lovely audio, great commentary from Andy Ma. I'm not sure it's going to make the Sport Australia Hall of Fame. So I want your nominees. So it can be a, a musical jingle. It can be a piece of commentary. It can be a sound of sport, whether it's the opening siren uh, for a grand final. Uh, I've got a few coming here off that 40 Wings tip. It could just be a, a specific piece of commentary, whether it's two or three seconds, or a bit of commentary that goes over a magical moment. Uh, I'd love to get. I've got a couple. I've got a few that I've cut up, and I'll play them to you if if you need uh, need just to, your memory being jogged. But uh, let's get to the open line. It's all part of midday madness, of course, for work locker Caram Downs and Packenham. Uh, Brian's jumped on the line. I think he wants to talk about the fixture. G'day, Brian. Yeah, g'day, mate. Um, I'm not really happy with the uh, opening round. The um, I think Collingwood. Shouldn't be playing GWS in the opening round in Sydney. Why not? Oh, I just think it's an Eddie Climax. You know, you got last year's premiers playing in Sydney. But you're back in round on an opening round, but you're back in round one unfurling the flag against Sydney, who's gonna got, got a couple of pies gonna be playing for them. That's that's hardly an anti climax. Yeah, I mean that's great, but uh, I think the opening round Collingwood should yeah, get the home game first opening round. That's just my opinion. I understand that, Brian, and I, I think a lot of Collingwood supporters will feel the same way about that. It's not always the reigning premiers get a home game uh, round one, but I take your point, but I still think a, a rematch of that preliminary final, hopefully a really big crowd up there at GWS, followed by the home game, it'll be 80,000 there at the G, unfurling the flag. It's not... Too bad uh, from a Collingwood point of view. Thanks for kickstarting us today, Brian. Let's get to Stu over in Harndorf, who might have a Sound of Australian Sport nomination for us. I do, boys. I'm going to go with the uh, commentary theme. And uh, I've got a couple here, so just bear with me. Yeah. Richie's two for 22 has to be in there. Yes. That's just under debate. Two for two, two, two. That's right. should be. Coming through very strongly on That's our temper, 40 weeks temper. Yep. But let's go with Dennis Committee as well. And there's a couple in particular, my favourite of his, which doesn't get as much run as maybe his um, his others, is Heath Shaw, Therese Shaw, Unsure. <laughs> I thought you were going to say when uh, Heath Shaw smothered Nick Revolt and said he snuck up on him like a librarian. No, but he's got another belter as well. I can't remember who it was or even the teams that were playing, but... It was a packed situation and someone went in for the ball and obviously copped a poke to the eye. 
and the comment was he went in optimistically and he came out misty optically. Yes. I mean, the guy is a genius. Yeah, that was a bit. I think that I reckon that was Tony Liberatore. But I'm stretching my memory on that one. But yeah, Dennis, he has a lot. He has a lot. Uh, Stu, awesome uh, nominations there. Thanks for your call. Sticking in SA, uh, Greg's got one for us. G'day, Greg. Yeah, how you going? I think the uh, Bob Hawke statement on the America's Cup win, any boss that sacks someone for not rocking up to work today should absolutely be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, Greg, perfect. That is exactly uh, what we're looking for. That That is perfect because... I mean, the America's Cup in '83 was was so massive, and the you know the land down under, the song was such a important part of it. But uh, yeah, I reckon that is the moment. If you're going to get one from the 1983 America's Cup, uh, that certainly would be the one. Great call, Greg. Thanks for your call. Let's get to Nick in Mernda. G'day, Nick. Yeah, g'day. Um, I'm thinking back to I'm trying to think. It was the 2006 World Cup when um, Aloisi scored that uh, the penalty or not the penalty, the uh, the extra time. Yeah, what's the penalty? You know, Aloisi. Absolutely, yeah. So the 2005 World Cup qualifier against Uruguay at Stadium Australia to take us into the World Cup. Here's Aloisi for a place in the you World Cup. For us. He yeah! scores! Australia have got it! Come on! John Aloisi, the Confederations Cup hero, has done it in the biggest game of all. Craig Foster just completely losing where he was at the time, and and so he should have. Uh, Nick, that that was to be honest, that was the first one uh, that came into my mind when I was watching that story last night. I thought, wonder how we can turn this into a sporting theme. That was the first one that I thought of. Thanks for your call, Nick. Uh, Fifty dollar e gift card redeemable online or in store. Thanks to the House of Golf, the House of Golf, your one stop shop for all things golf. Let's get to Mick in Northcote, who's got one for us. Go, Mick. Hello. Uh, I can't remember the old guy's name, but as a kid, I remember watching Wide World of Sports and even at the local show as a kid, a woodchopping guy who would, um, he had his grandson on recently and he'd do the countdown to the woodchop and then you'd hear the choppers, the call was going until they all started chopping. Yep, it's uh, from World of Sport, wasn't it? I think it was well before, yeah. Yeah. Now, we had uh, Lawrence O'Toole on the run home not long ago, and we did play that audio, so we'll see if we can uh, – we'll find that for you. Yeah, great nomination. They're the sort of iconic things uh, we are looking for. Thank you, Mick. Let's get to Clint in Bacchus Marsh. Good day, Clint. You there, Clint? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's uh, right, Got to be Leighton Hewitt, Leighton Hewitt saying, come on. Yes. Yeah, that's come through pretty strongly as well. Uh, no, like, not, like not only the, the yelling itself, but even the, the gesture as well. Like it became iconic. Yeah, perfect. Just a couple of seconds. That's all we need. We can whack that in the Sport Australia Hall of Fame. Sounds of Australian sport. Good call, Clint. Signet Boost Power Bank Vade at forty four ninety five coming your way. A Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered twenty four hours a day. Thank you, Rod. Let's get to Billy and Ascot Vale. Who's got one for us? Okay, Billy. Yeah. Um... Afternoon, mate. Uh, just quickly, I forgot her first name, but I think it's her name was Fox, the rower who won the gold medal. Jessica? Her dad was calling actual race for Channel 7. That's right, Jessica Fox, yep. Jessica Fox, yeah. I thought that was great. And it was actually quite unbelievable that her dad was actually calling that the gold medal race. Yeah, that'd be a bit of a thrill, wouldn't it? Calling your daughter winning a gold medal. Yeah, I think it was sensational. Unbelievable. Yeah, good nomination, Billy. Uh, let's get to Craig and Launceston. G'day, Craig. G'day, mate. How are you? I'm well. How are you? 
Yeah, real good, thanks. Real good. Beautiful down here, Lonnie. Always. Always. Uh, what about the iconic start to the one-day cricket, come on, Aussie, come on, when that's on there? That always knew, you knew the cricket was on there. Perfect. He's pounding down like a machine. Classical's making divots in the green. Marsh is taking wickets. Brooks is clearing pickets. And the chapel's eyes have got that killer clean. Mr. Walker's playing havoc with the bats. Red path, it's good to see you back. Lead is making runs. Dougie's chewing gum. And Gilmore's wielding willow like an axe. That what you're after, Craig? Oh, that was Jaffa, wasn't it? How good was it? That, that has to be in there. That would have to be in one of the first two or three uh, that go into the Sport Australia Hall of Fame Sounds of Australian Sport. Thanks for your call, Craig. Let's get a breakaway. Frank, Mark, uh, David, we'll get to you on the other side of the break. So we're talking the AFL fixture, opening round. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Uh, what don't you want to see in your team's fixture tomorrow? I've got one here that said, I've already seen the game I didn't want as a Saints fan. Geelong at Geelong to start the season, uh, which is fair enough. And also the sounds of Australian sport. If they were to be put in the Sport Australia Hall of Fame, what would they be? Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Action. Ready. Go. One, two, three. Away on three, with perhaps the slowest to start being Lawrence O'Toole, but he's won it seven times. Martin O'Toole looking to make it three in a row. Steve Rees and Norm Meyer making up the foursome. But this could test uh, Norm Meyer as Lawrence O'Toole is first around. Second is Martin O'Toole. Steve Rees has just gone and Norm Meyer has been the fourth to turn. They've got to get Lawrence O'Toole though. He's looking for a record eighth championship win. Martin O'Toole is going to be the threat. He's clear of Steve Rees and Norm Meyer. You won't catch Lawrence O'Toole. What a performance. What a performance for Lawrence O'Toole. In fact, that's his third consecutive win. Too good for Martin O'Toole, Steve Reese third, and Norm Meyer in fourth position. But Lawrence. Oh, O'Toole. how good was Sandy Roberts? Or anything that man couldn't call. That was a bit of world of sport. Uh, Lawrence O'Toole, the whole O'Toole family's just dominated wood chipping. And another nomination coming through from Sandy. I'm not sure this, the uh, Leanne Cock, will make the uh, nomination for the Sport Australia Hall of Fame Sound of Australian Sport. Got a heap coming through. Got a heap of calls as well. Let's get back to the Werribee Kia open line as we continue Midday Madness for Work Like a Caram Downs at Packet. And Mark from Sydney has got one for us. G'day, Mark. G'day. How you going? I've oh. got a couple for you. Hit me. Uh, okay. I've got uh, Dennis Committee, rare gold, Kieran Perkins, lane eight. Yeah, only 96 Olympics. Good call. Oh, it was amazing. One I've got, I have to say it, I just can't physically, uh, re- verbally say it or whatever. I've got to do it in the voice or whatever that I heard. Like it. Hey, who? Tim Cahill has done it again. What the call? From the place that nobody knew existed before the World Cup <laughs> and then nobody could forget, Clojure Slouton. That's the one, yeah, Simon Hill. Beautiful call, magnificent. There's a cup. 
Yeah, there's some iconic moments for the Socceroos around, uh, you know, we played John and Alicia before and certainly that first ever uh, World Cup win against Japan. That would be right in the mix. Thanks for your call, Mark. Let's get to Frank in one turn. He's got one for us. Hey, Frank. Yeah, g'day, guys. Um, look, um, the woodchop one, I'll just let you know, that was the voice of Jack O'Toole. Jack O'Toole, that's Super. right. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. And, uh, anyhow, look, the one I picked out was uh, always stuck in my, my mind as uh, the cricket was the Boxing Day test with uh, Shane Warne when he took that hat-trick. Uh, yes. I just, that really that really got me. He destroyed the palms. And, uh, and to- was, yeah, uh, to- Tony Gregg went off his nut. <laughs> <laughs> It was absolutely. Yeah. There's so many from cricket. I think. I mean, it probably is our national sport, and it's had that many iconic moments that I think if we did have a uh, sounds of Australian sport in the Sport Australia Hall of Fame, um, cricket would be pretty high up there. Nice one from Tom off the forty. Yep, that'd be right up there from the forty wings temper. Horse racing as well, but I reckon Kingston Town can't win. Would be very very difficult to beat when you're looking at one of the more famous pieces of horse racing sound or commentary. Uh, that one would be right up there. Let's get to Dan in Beverage. He's got one for us as well. G'day, Dan. Oh, g'day, Jules. You just, uh, mate, that was my one. <laughs> what are you doing, Oh, Danny? sorry, Dan. You got another one for us? Nah, I just, uh, straight to, uh, for the horse racing, that's probably the most famous one. I'd I think say. it is, isn't you know it? I mean, I mean Maccabi uh, Diva, yeah. when, uh, when she won her third Melbourne Cup, was pretty iconic commentary, but I don't think anything can beat Kingston Town can't win. I'm with that one, mate. Did you, yeah, back, King, you. Did you back Kingston Town that day? I was, uh, I, was, uh, I was a lightweight back then, mate. I, you know, <laughs> I was just, uh, just uh, fresh out of nappies then, but, you know, um, yeah, and no, I'm sure, sure the old man did. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Dan, because... Gazy does that sometimes. Read things off the temper that the callers have got, and I've done the same thing that I berate him for. So I'm going to give you a $100 Archie's footwear voucher. Archie's thong, so comfy you'll never take them off because it was a great nomination. I apologise uh, for spoiling it uh, for you, but thanks for your call. Let's get to Michael in Caroline Springs. G'day, Michael. G'day, Jules. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I've got a couple of running. I was actually in Kingston Town was one of us, but uh, I've got, um, I reckon, Al Waverley Star versus Bonecrusher, Bill Collins. Very I'll good. Head to head all the way down the track, and I was there that day. And the other one that I always it's probably underrated, it's not so famous, but the Australian Cup when Bow Rogue went start to finish, just let, jumped out of the gates and just had to call Bow Rogue for the whole race because he no one headed it, which we all love, we love him for it. We've been very lucky, haven't we, in this country to have some fantastic race callers. You know, Bill Collins, Greg Miles, and, and Matty Hill right now is an absolute superstar. So we're very lucky that some of the, the great moments of the Australian turf uh, have been called beautifully. Great nominations, Michael. Let's get to Noel in Danning on. G'day, Noel. G'day, Jules. Yeah, um, iconic 1970 grand final. Jezalinko, you beauty. Side. Oh, Jezalinko, you beauty. Has to be in there. From an Australian rules yeah. moment, that has to be in there. Couldn't agree more. You are uh, you a uh, you a Carlton man, Noel? Hate him, back to Richmond. <laughs> Just an iconic moment. Just an iconic moment. Well, yeah. you know what? They did beat Collingwood on the day, so it's not all bad. No, true, true. That's yeah, true. Very true. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Noel. Appreciate it. Let's get to Dino and Reservoir. He's got one for us. You know, mate, uh, one of the iconic voices in sports. Q from Richie Benno. Q. Nice. Yeah, Richie's got 
He two would have two, two, two. That's the one. He's got Heath Richie. Now another one from Richie that I don't think many people are going to nominate A Rod, but I think his uh, editorial post the underarm in nineteen eighty one. I would have it in there. Now, everyone around Australia will have their uh, own ideas on that, and uh, we always get letters and phone calls about different things that happen, so I don't expect anyone to agree with me. Uh, I don't expect uh, that you'll get more than 50% agreement on anything. Let me just tell you what I think about it. I think it was a disgraceful performance from a captain who got his sums wrong today, and I think it should never be permitted to happen again. We keep reading and hearing that the players are under a lot of pressure and that they're tired and jaded and perhaps their judgment and their skill is blunted, well, uh, perhaps they might advance that as an excuse for what happened out there today. Not with me, they don't. I think it was a very poor performance. One of the worst things I have ever seen done on a cricket field. Good night. <laughs> the quick good night's the thing that does it for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, love that one. Uh, hang on, we'll get to you on the other side of the break. Got plenty more callers. Uh, the AFL fixture and sounds of Australian sport that should be in the Sport Australia Hall of Fame. But let's get the latest from the newsroom with Amy Drew.